LIW American Horror Story Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW American Horror Story Review, Episode 5. Today's episode is 505, Room Service. That's right. It's such a polite name. It's uh, very quaint. Uh, For the first time in my adult life, I've ordered room service uh, recently. Very, very recently. I went to Vegas. I talked about it on my stand-up set. Uh, Fun stuff, fun stuff. Uh, Anyway, way off topic already. Holy shit. Uh, This episode, we just left off with Alex uh, sucked from the neck or chest area of Lady Gaga and turned into a vampire. And that was it. That was how it ended. So this one opens with Alex turning into a vampire at work. It's, It's a really well done scene, I guess. Um, I'm trying to give the show as many compliments as I can because I am about to tear most of it apart. I didn't... This episode's good. I've seen the next two, though, and I know those are terrible. So I know what's coming ahead. So I am a little reluctant to... I, I guess I'm, I'm a little more willing to give it compliments right now while I can. I guess is a better way to say it. Um, and by that I mean it makes sense because the way I was saying it, it did not. Anyway, holy shit, Alex is turning a vampire at work, like I said. um, She's a nurse, or a doctor, I guess she's a doctor, because she's in charge of it. This kid's dying, she doesn't think he's going to live through the night. The kid's mom's scared, the nurses want her to sign a DNR. And she's like, don't worry about it, I'll figure it out. It's really shot really well. The whole season reminds me so far, the shooting of it, uh, I should say, reminds me of like a John Frankenheimer movie. Especially the movie Seconds and the movie Manchurian Candidate. Those two are shot very similarly. A lot of fisheye lenses or wide-angle lenses also. And they just kind of distort the reality of the room. A lot of overhead or over-the-shoulder shots. Where they... You see kind of... You just so see, see, things seem out of focus to the character's perspective. It's, it's They do that a lot in here. She's holding... Alex is holding the the uh, chart of the little kid that's dying and it seems like it's a mile away from her but really it's not it's just because they use a the lens that says that shows that the uh she's okay i'll go and i'll fix it and she goes and she they show her drinking a bunch of random bags of blood in this random room i'm sure it's like the supply blood supply closet for some reason and then she takes her blood uh withdraws some of it and then goes and gives it to the fucking kid puts it in his iv bag and the, the kid dies Dies, but like comes back to life. Ooh, the blood's a cure-all. And at this point, I'm like, does she not know where she is? Has she not figured this out? I know she's trying to save the kid, but she what she had what she does unleashes a um, a terrorism a level of violence that happens. It is insanity what happens after this. I know she doesn't know that's going to happen, but she knows it can't be good. It can save the kid momentarily, but she knows she delegated this kid to a life. A short life or a long life of of being dead. Um, however you want to look at that. Anyway, now they cut later to Donovan brings Iris to Ramona's house at four in the morning. They have a little thing with the butler. He calls him Jeeves. Good laugh. Blah blah blah. And Ramona has this plan to kill the the Countess's kids and shit. And it doesn't really ever go anywhere, does it? So. Donovan, for some reason, tries to lie to Ramona about what's going on with his mom. Even though his plan is to tell Ramona that she's a vampire. And she won't notice Iris because nobody ever notices Iris. That's like her superpower. 
It's like a dork in high school superpowers getting beat up. He gets beat up so much he doesn't mind it. But that's the fucking plan. So why why lie to her? She's turned. That's what Ramona says. And then they're like, yeah, this is our secret. This is our perfect inside man. The one who won't be noticed. And good plan. I get it. I do get that part. I just don't get why he didn't tell Ramona the truth. It seems odd to hide it from the person. The only person you're going to tell about your plan. It seems weird. Um, immediately, Iris shows up to the Cortez. She's all fucked up. She looks like, seriously, she shot up heroin for 55 days straight and got hit by a car that was drunk, and she got drunk by proxy. And she just, like, stumbled in, like, and Iris, or not Iris, but Liz is like, are you okay? She's like, the only thing wrong with me is you asking me if I'm okay. I'm like, she's like, I know what will fix you. Oh, I see. I know what will fix you. And she, he get, or she gives her... Some a drink, and then she's like, "Oh, that feels so much better." And she's like, "Should it's uh some of Lady Lady Gaga's private stock?" And Iris is like, "This is blood. I'm drinking blood." She's like, "This will satiate you for a while, but you're gonna have to feed. It's feed soon." And Iris does this speech where I felt bad for Kathy Bates. I felt really bad. Kathy Bates reminds me of my mom. She's like a sweet lady. She just has the same kind of Kathy Bates is a bit bigger than my mom. As far as um, career-wise and size, um, my mom's not that big. But they're both sweet. They're both sweet. In real life, Kathy Bates is really fucking sweet. So she just always reminded me of her. And so Kathy Bates is sitting there and she's like, I'm stuck like this. You know, this the worst timing to become a vampire, basically. So what she's saying is she's stuck in this shit body. And nobody ever looks at her or pays attention to her. And then... I was like, oh my god, poor Kathy Bates had to read this fucking dialogue. <laughs> like, I feel so bad for her. And then they cut to a scene which takes up a lot of the episode. This episode's made up of like three sections. This is the first part just ended, and they go back to that a little bit. Um, I guess that'd be the main storyline is the room service part, and that is part of it. The next section here is just this, and it ends after this. The uh, kid from the hospital that Alex saved with her blood, and by the saved, I mean killed. Um, a turned into a vampire. He's dressed as a pirate, and they, you see that he's eaten his own parents. And then he, because it's Halloween, he's dressed as a pirate. And he gets in the school bus, and then later on at the school, he kisses this girl in the closet, and he bites the girl, and then he bites his own lip, and he's like, no, no, you can taste my blood. And they kiss, and you know what's going to happen there, obviously. And then they show the classroom in order again, and the teacher's like, oh, who knows who did... And then you realize she's the worst fucking teacher because she goes, wait a minute. Where are blank and blank? I don't know their names. Maddie and something. And I was like, you, you're the worst teacher ever. You didn't realize two of your students aren't in the fucking room. How do you not notice that for that long? It's two empty desks. Figure it out. I don't know how you fucked that up. Really weird. So she goes in the back room. She finds him. The, the little boy slits her fucking throat. And then she's like, he's like, feed. It'll feel better. You'll feel much better. Later on, the principal goes into the class after he sees one of the kids sick with the measles in the hallway. He goes in, he's like, what's happened in that classroom? He goes in there, and then all these kids are vampires, and like they all have the measles. So basically, the kid gave him the measles because he is still contagious. And then, because of the vampire thing, they die, and they get rid of the measles. But since they're all spreading it so quickly, they just get over it real quickly. And they all attack the principal. The kid stabs him, the principal, and slits his throat, and then they all attack him. And somehow, he manages to get up after all this. Which I did like, because I hate when kids attack adults in movies. And the adult's like, oh, I'm down. I'm down forever. And I'm like, no, they're they're eight. You can go ahead and shove them off. They're not very strong yet. They're not very strong at all, actually. 
So I did like that he got up, even though his throat was slit, and he he, he fell over against the, uh, the secretary's office, which is kind of cool. And the secretaries all go out, and you realize they all get eaten, and the SWAT team shows up. And this, I'm like, holy shit! This I I expect expected, um, not expected. I'm not like a he exploded. That was weird. He. I expected that it was just going to be she saves the kid's life and he dies and maybe and then kills his parents. And it just kept escalating. Uh, not escalating. That's not a word. But I had it proper that time. But it just kept going and going, like upping the ante pretty much. And I'm like, how far is this going to go? Is this going to take over the world like right now? This is so fucking weird. Because the SWAT team shows up and they clear the school and they find the kids and they bring them out. And the kids all make up this story about this guy with the mask and how he stabbed everybody. And I was like, oh my god, Like, how far is this going to go? And then, uh, full disclosure, it cuts to John Lowe after this, and we never see those kids again. It just never goes back to him in the next couple episodes. It just doesn't. So it doesn't matter, apparently. Th- this season is setting up... I feel like it's just like last season, the, the fucking freak show up season, where they set up so much cool shit, and then just go, eh, fuck it. You figure it out. You, who cares? There's a, no ending there. That's fine. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Can we go, can we go back to that? I, li- I like that. I like that. Where you're going? Oh, no? Okay. Just like the last episode, the 504 with the uh, serial killer meeting, the party, whatever. They never go back to that, which I kind of understand, but I like the tone of it, and they don't ever go back to that tone. Ugh, whatever. The uh, John Lowe's giving a report to his boss about the, the serial killer party he was at, and he's like, you realize that sounds crazy. He goes, no, I know they weren't really the serial killers. They were impersonating them. It was Halloween. I get that. But we need to do this. It's some sort of cult. Some sort of, and he goes, starts ranting, and subsequently gets fired because he's a raving lunatic. And I think his boss is even sick of his overacting, and he fires him. The two, two people check into the hotel, they it's Justin and Babe. It's this white dude and this Asian girl, and he's like, "You got any special rates for like influencers?" Or she says that, and she and Kathy Bates is like, she's still going through like withdrawals, pretty much dying still. She's like, "What?" She's like, "You know this the guy who owns the hotel. You know he like totally checked like some pictures of mine on Instagram. So you know, and basically." They they then complain, they check into the hotel and they go upstairs with Kathy Bates and they complain about literally everything. The towels, the food, the blah, 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 this, this, and this, and that. They make her repeat it a bunch and they act, treat her like shit. And you're like, I realize they're setting up the fact that Kathy Bates has to kill them. And you realize that while you're watching it, that's what's going to happen. But they lay it on so thick. I, they're like hipster millennials. I get that. I, I really do. I hate millennials. I just read a thing where I'm considered a millennial, and I fucking hate that. I'm, I'm born four years too late. I'm just, I really am. Holy shit, I hate them, though. They just complain about everything, and they ask these these ridiculous demands. Nobody nobody really does that in life, right? Nobody. And they're like, we're sick of these trick-or-treaters. That's why they checked in there. And, you know, you know how that goes. I, I, Tristan and, uh, while, they're, before, while they're checking in, or after they're checked in, I should say, um, Tristan and Lady Gaga walk by, and uh, Tristan's wearing a fucking top hat and like these uh, tiny little uh, purple glasses, like John Lennon would wear, and he looks fucking awesome. And uh, Lady Gaga seems to know something's wrong with Iris because Iris is like, uh, what? like, no, oh. like acting very differently. But for the first time, Lady Gaga notices her, 
and Iris freaks out. And I love the fucking expression on Finn Wintrock's face as Tristan. He's like, you smell weird and you're sweaty. <laughs> like The way he says his lines is so amazing to me. I fucking love it. It makes the season for me. It really does. And he's so he's in it so little and it's so upsetting to me. But she's like, it must be Halloween because, you know, I just feel odd people. She's like, I was like, hmm, must be. And they leave. And the couple calls down and they ask for room service. They ask for pate and all this random, well, they ask for cooked, cooked salad or something, fried salad, some bullshit. And Liz is like, oh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. And she makes cat food. She's like, they're so hipster, like, so whatever. They'll eat whatever you put in front of them. And Liz is like, or uh, Iris is like, well, and you know, every, you see everything. And Liz says the most, a really important line. She says, you see everything when the world doesn't see you. And Iris is like, guilty as charged. And she like apologizes for not ever talking to her or acknowledging her or anything like that. And she's like, I worked with you for 30 years. I don't know anything about you because you scare me. Like I and he's like, well, I'm here. Ask away. And she goes, I don't know. I don't know anything about gay men. She goes, he goes, I'm not gay. She goes, see right there that I. That's why I never said anything. I I look at you and all I see is questions. And he's like, well, I'm I'm right here. I'm open open book. Ask away. She goes, how does something like you happen? Which I love that she would say it that way. It it is something someone like that would say. They would say it just like that. They don't mean any offense to it. They just don't understand at all. And they don't they don't know anybody that has ever been like that, and they never will again, probably. And it's it's a good question, actually, because and then Liz tells you know I was uh I was this guy I was a uh, Nick Pryor, I was married to Tracy. She's thirty. I only married her because they were the same dress size. And he he's a horrible dick to the kid. I don't know if it's his or not. I I assume it is. Um, the kid's like, can I draw you a picture of a seven oh seven? For your trip to Los Angeles, and he's like, "I'm driving. I'm flying a 747. It only has two engines." And the kids is like, "Oh," and he's a horrible dick. Anyway, he's he shows up in Los Angeles, and he's like a medical rep for Eli Lilly, this makeup corporation. Um, I assume that's what it is. He later on, when the, all his douchebag buddies go out, he's he dresses in women's clothing, and his partners, you know, they get they leave. Uh, he has room to himself, and he gets room service, and he goes in and answers the door. He has him sit, put the food there and leave, and he'll give him tip later. And then he comes back inside, and Lady Gaga suddenly behind him, and they have a conversation. He gets all embarrassed. She's like, don't be. She gives him a makeover, and she's like, who are you? And he's like, Nick Pryor. She's like, no, no, no. That's not beautiful. I look at you, and I see Liz Taylor. And that's you find out that's how he got his name, her name now. Um, whatever you want. I don't. I'm not being insensitive when I say him because I know the actor, uh, not personally. I just I don't know who he is. So it's just it's not actually a woman. Um, even if it was just a man is in woman's clothing, it's not a woman. If she, if she wants to have this, if he wants to have the sex change, that's that's a different story there. Anyway, holy shit, I don't care about that. I know Lady Gaga is huge on that stuff, and I I, I do get it, and I'm I'm all proud of him. That's that's fine. I just don't give a shit, okay? I'm sorry, I just don't. Anyway, uh, the she challenges him to go get ice in, in his dress and his shoes and his, his makeup and stuff. And he does. And then on the way back, his partners walk by him and they're like, Oh, man, Nick, Nick, are you a fag? He's like, Oh, I took a sip off a Sprite in the plane. Like, oh, what if you had AIDS? And they freak out and they're just like 
teasing him nonstop, and he's feeling so embarrassed and insecure. And then they turn around, and they see Lady Gaga there, and she slits their fucking throats with her little finger gloves, Freddy Krueger, Wolverine thing, and they die. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. There's that. I don't. I felt one way or the other. I do love the. I really do love the Liz Taylor thing. I felt. I really felt for him when he was like really becoming himself, dressing as a woman for the first time. It was. It was really sweet. I liked it. Um, I know. I realize this goes against what I just said about not giving a shit. I don't give a shit about calling them him or her. Is what I meant. The. But I do love the. I did love this part of the story. It was interesting. Is was what I was saying. Is the third part of this story. The. I do like seeing his backstory finally, and you're like, oh, he like really is a sweet guy, and he's like really loyal to her, and because she's the first person to ever really get him to come out like that, and uh, yeah, they they're dead, so they're fucking goddamn dead. And later on, it cuts back to modern day. Iris goes upstairs with the, the pate and the blah 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 and the salad and whatever. And the fucking, they start complaining about everything. They call her stupid. They call her all these names. She drops a knife and they freak out. And she stabs Babe in the throat with a fucking corkscrew, the Asian girl. And then he's like, what the fuck did you do? And he bends down and she stabs him in the back with a knife. And yeah, that's, she kills them both. And obviously she eats them after that because she's a vampire. So, um, yeah, they, that's the end of that, I guess. They, Oh, later on, they dump their bodies down the chute that uh, Frederick March built. Or not Frederick March. Whatever his name is. James March. The uh, John wakes up next to Sally, um, the, the cop, who I don't give a shit about. And Sally, I do care about. But not when, when she's with John Lowe. I don't care about him, him at all. So anyone with him, I don't care about. It sucks, but it's true. And so far, most of Sally's scenes have been with him, which sucks for her. And us. We had to suffer through it. There's a flashback where they fucked in the elevator, and he kicks her, and then it cuts back to now, and he kicks her out of the room, and she's all like, you'll be back. You're stuck here. And I don't know what's going on with this character. I don't care. If he's dead, let him be dead. But he doesn't seem to be dead, because he can leave the hotel whenever he wants. He seems to more just be a boring piece of shit who loafs around all day. He seems to see supernatural things and then immediately forget about it. And then the next supernatural thing is the first thing he's ever seen. Supernatural. And he just has a very, very short-term memory when it comes to any of this shit. And it's very infuriating to watch this cycle replay over and over. I feel like I'm watching his hell and it's becoming my hell. It's very infuriating. I really do hate his character and hope he dies very soon. Unfortunately, I've seen the next two episodes, and no, he doesn't die, which is kind of a letdown, really, when you get down to it, brass tacks there. I really don't like him. I hope he dies. Not the actor, just the character. I'm not, I'm not a cruel bastard, despite what I was saying about transgender people. She's not transgender, though. What a tra- transvestite, that's what I meant. Oh, my God. A lot, lot of words for him. Care about them all. Don't care when you get on the specifics. I just don't. I'm sorry. Do your thing. I don't. I don't need to be involved with your thing. That's that's it. I, I all the rights you want. Don't want to be involved. Okay, that's it. Anyway, um, yeah. Then Lady Gaga tells Alex she's to take care of her kids, and that's really it. That's where the episode ends. And I was like, okay, that wasn't really an episode, but I guess that's where we are. It was okay. It was. I liked the stuff with. All seriousness, though, I'm just fucking around, and I did care about Liz Taylor's struggle. Becoming who she is. I'm just fucking with you before. I, I really did care about that. It was really sweet. It really was. 
I like that Lady Gaga really took a interest in it, and she really helped him become who she wants to be. I liked the school stuff. That was fun, and it was quickly abandoned, though. That's what I really don't like about this show, is that they quickly abandon good ideas, and they linger on terrible ideas, and it gets infuriating. It really does. <sighs> Whatever. I, it's, a, it's a good episode. It's the last good episode, I feel. Or at least the next two aren't good. There's interesting stuff in them, but they're really fucking boring. Anyway, that's the end of this one. So uh, go to LordingWonderland.com. Check it out. Um, there's no anti-transgender or transvestite th- stuff on there, despite what I may have said in this episode. I hope you really do realize I'm fucking with you. Anyway, uh, check it out. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on YouTube. Um, share. Share with your friends. Help us grow. Go to LordingWonderland.com. Um, buy a book. Five bucks. That's it. Digital copies. And while you're there, listen to the other shows. Um, we're on uh, Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on... Uh, what's the other one? I, uh, no, not iTunes. I already said that. Instagram. There we go. I need to start with an I. We're on all of those. LIW Podcast. Go fi- fucking find it. Go fucking find it. All the links are on the... Contact us on the LoiteringOneland.com. If you want to advertise, if you have any questions, anything like that, send those to LoiteringOneland at gmail.com. I will answer them. I will send them. Um, preferably no dick pics, but if you, you do you. You do what you got to do. Like I said about the transgender thing or transvestite thing, you do you. I don't know. I don't care. I'll look at whatever you got, and I'll, I'll give you a rating out of 10. You know, maybe we'll do that. I don't know. I'm just ranting. I'm just, I'm just going off the cuff here. Um, loiteringandwonderland.com. Until next time, and in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. I'm sorry for other transvestite, transgender stuff. So long, citizens. Goodbye.